Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Virtuous Unicorns podcast. In this show, we are joining up with the lovely Tony Wheel for her health Q&A shows, which are currently live streamed on her YouTube channel. Okay, we are live. So YouTube tells me. Well, it is another Thursday noon here in sunny and very, very breezy uh, Florida. So if you hear some pounding, nothing is going on, just a wind. I'm here with, uh, with Sarah from Virtuous Unicorns, and we are going to do our very best to um, answer um, your questions as well as we can with all the knowledge we already have. <laughs> Um, I, I, I have to apologize to somebody who asked me a question in an email. Yeah, I want to start out with this first. And uh, I saw it on my phone and I got at the computer and now I cannot find it on the phone or on the computer. And I don't remember. And um, he asked to be invited on the live show too. So that was a reason for me to already post a Zoom link. So any of you guys who feel like they want to be on live click on that zoom link and i will add you into the room ah shelly is there so i just added shelly uh, to it and um i let her uh, introduce uh, herself but i give her a few minutes to uh, connect with the audio um, we are doing this every uh, week um, because there are always so many questions and there's always so much to talk about. I know last uh, week we, we ran out of time and we were already like 15 minutes over the hour. And that's, it's not that it's bad. It's just I like to keep the, the, the videos or the calls within an hour. So, cause I don't know, I personally, I have problems listening to two, three, four hour videos. I have to, you know, stop for a while, do something else. So I thought, you know, an hour is doable. Mm -hmm. I am a little bit about myself. I am trained by Dr. Morse. Um, I'm a level one, level two, and I am trained as an iridology, iridologist, um, also, into herbs, essential oils, although I don't use essential oils actually at all. It's kind of strange because I have I have them all, but they're not all safe around uh, pets, especially not cats. And since I had cats pretty much in every room of my house, I wasn't using them anymore. Anyway, um, I am a, um, yeah, I, I do uh, back in an, an all fruitarian uh, uh, lifestyle although it's not that easy uh, for many because, but I have found it to be very healing after struggling with all kinds of stuff most of my life, trying out all the diets that you can imagine, all the healing diets and healing advice that you can imagine only to come to the conclusion that it is so simple. And like Dr. Morris always said, you know, it's uh, fruit, berries and melons to heal yourself but today I do want to talk a little bit later on also about what do you do after you detox where are you going how how you know how do you want your life to be so and then we have Sarah who is always such 
a huge help and can uh, often put things way better in uh, in words than I can. Oh, well, you're too kind. <laughs> I'm always super grateful uh, for her. <laughs> well, thank you and very much. And we have Shelly. So Shelly, um, would you like to uh, to introduce yourself and, and uh, ask, uh, ask your question? And if I need to leave you alone for a little bit, that's okay too. We'll do it later. Uh, hi, yes. Um, thank you for uh, sending me the link. I have two questions. So for those of you who don't know me yet, um, my name is Shelly and I'm 18 years old and I just started this incredible fraternian lifestyle two months ago. Um, and I'm feeling amazing. Uh, I have there's a list of benefits that I'm experiencing from this lifestyle already. But um, yeah, so my first question is, is it okay to like constantly be eating fruit without breaks? Cause I'm hungry all the time and I'm trying to eat a lot of calories and get a lot of calories in, but I'm, I notice that I'm just eating very, very frequently. So is that okay? Or do I need to um, have longer breaks in between my meals? What do you think? You can, you can, it's like grazing, you know, you keep eating, you can do that, but I do wonder why that is the case, why you are um, constantly hunger if there is an underlying uh, um, cause of this. It's not bad to constantly eat, but I would think, well, I sure hope you have uh, your nightly uh, fast, your nightly yeah. dry fast, and, and try to make them uh, as long as you can. And, um, but what happens actually, because you talk about hunger, and my experience with when I'm on all fruit, I'm not hungry at all. But then I'm, I'm serious with being all fruit, that, that, you know, no fats, no oils, no avocados, uh, or, or even the fatty fruits that for me, it's then, you know, apples, oranges, some bananas, even, um, I may eat some, some uh, dates or figs, whatever is available and, uh, uh oranges, yeah. you know, and it's more that kind of fruit, then I'm not hungry. But if, if I have the nerve to even add an avocado, then everything changes. And I, I, I get that ravenous hunger that I have to eat, mm -hmm. but that is not there on fruit. So I'm surprised that you do have that. So I would like to dig in a little deeper. What, what can, what can be the cause of that? Because there are, somebody once told me there are two types of hunger, and that was actually the one where you're, you know, you have that hunger, but that is when you eat the wrong foods, and it happens to me every time I eat a cooked meal, um, and my cooked meals is then usually on a soup, you know, green leafy soup, nothing really wow. special in it. Yeah, there can be onions in it and, and some green leaves. And, um, but I'm always, after that, I'm bloated, I'm thirsty, um, um, and I always want more. You yeah. know, it's like that one big cup of soup is never enough. I want more, and then I feel more dense and, and, and more thirsty and not happy. While on fruit, there is a different hunger. There is a signal that your, that your stomach is empty. 
and that you would, um, uh, yeah, you, you could use some food half the time. I actually, I'm busy and I even forget to eat. And it's like, oh my gosh, my, my bananas need to be eaten or the mangoes need to be eaten. And that reminds me, you know, to eat. Mm -hmm. So because I'm just not hungry. Um, I would, um, yeah, tell me what happens? What kind of hunger do you feel? Yeah, so I actually, I'm feeling really hungry today for some reason, but the past two months, I haven't been feeling that hungry because I had more access to fruit. So it's not a really strong hunger. It's just this like feeling of like, I'm not really satisfied, maybe because I'm not consuming enough calories or, but I just don't feel like I'm really satisfied. And I always like want to put something else in my mouth. Um, yeah, we, we, we have to kind of unlearn certain things, yeah. retrain ourselves. I think that is, that is a big thing. And it's like, you know, I, to me, it's, and, and this is what I learned from Dr. Morris that he says, you know, you eat until you, until you're satisfied, not until you're full. Mm -hmm. And I heard somebody say, oh, but I'm full, but still not satisfied. And then I'm like, well, you didn't eat fruit then. You didn't eat all fruit then because, you know, you get to a point that like, oh, okay, this was enough. And even if you would have half a bowl or, or you know, less than that left, then you don't feel like you have to eat at all. And that happens to me with fruit. I, I can have a bowl of grapes, uh, you know, nearby. And um, I, I pick a few once in a while because grapes are actually quite filling. Yeah. So it's like if you don't have that that really ravenous hunger, then you know there's nothing to worry about. But to your question is like, yeah, can you eat too much? No, you cannot really eat. You cannot overeat on fruit. Not really. You know your body just tells you when yeah. you stop and you stop. And if that means that an hour or two hours later, you, you feel like, yeah, I you know, would like to have another banana or two and just eat them. Don't, mm -hmm. don't worry about that. That's not that it is, uh, you know, abnormal. Yeah. And it's temporary because I feel like my body is probably not absorbing and I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm underweight, but I am not really like heavy for my age so I'm afraid of losing even more weight on this lifestyle because I noticed that I lost a little bit and um, I have a feeling it's because my body's not absorbing so I yeah. feel amazing which is already a good sign that I'm on the right track but I'm like kind of afraid of losing some weight um, I know I'm going to gain it back later but how can I try to um slow down that process like not lose too much weight what can I do well the depends on what is your goal why did you start with uh, with this way of eating if it is because you you want to heal something that concerns you then i would say detox if you are not really detoxing i mean my gosh eat an avocado once in a while um eat an eat a sweet potato once in a while you know you don't have to be 100 percent on fruit but i would say stay as much on the mucusless um, foods as you can mm -hmm. and there comes in a few not a bag full but a few um nuts maybe you know and and with a few i literally mean a few two or three nuts and um, to to add to your uh, yeah we, we always talk about calories but what what are calories really what does it mean i mean the calories for fats are different than the calories for uh, carbohydrates 
So with fruit, you actually get a lot of calories in. So that is not the case. That is not a, that is not an issue because you can you can even be malabsorbed if you get 300 calories if your if your body is not absorbing the nutrients. So that is where cleaning your GI tract comes in. And um, as long as that is um, you know an issue and you haven't cleaned that out, yeah, I, I, I would do that first. If, you, if you're getting on all fruit now, I mean, yeah, stay on it for a while and, and, and give your, your body a chance to, to clean and then start adding little, you know, the, the foods like an avocado or durian is actually quite fatty and uh, add a little bit more fats, but don't add it in the form of, uh, of oils. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that I'm also very sensitive to fats now. I posted a post in Dr. Morse's fan group and I was um, saying that I'm super sensitive to fats. I was never this sensitive to, to fats. Um, do you know what the case might be? Like if I have a salad and I have like a dressing with like some seeds in it, I get super nauseous. But when I eat only fruit with no fat, I feel great. And I don't know what the that's uh, going is, on. Is it, Do you is have it, any is it really important to know? It, uh, because your body already tells you, like, no, don't do that. I don't like mm -hmm. it. Now, you do get very, at first, you get very sensitive on uh, on all fruit. It's, it's like Dr. Morse always says, the fruit brings it all out. Yeah. It brings yeah. out the issues. It brings out what you don't need. You know, I, I always say it's so amazing that we got to, you know, even at my age, that you got to an, a point you're still living and breathing with all the junk that over the years yeah. made its way into your body and your body adjusted to it and you think you're all fine. I thought I was pretty healthy, didn't have a gallbladder since I was 19, but hey, I was pretty healthy. I had herniated disc. I had, no, I had a whole, whole host of things even before I got the vaccinations in 2001 for immigration that um, started messing things up uh, somewhat, a lot. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is, it, it is mostly, it was all the foods. For you, you know, you're, you're only 18 and so you haven't damaged your body as much as uh, many of us have. No. And um, it's now telling you, you know, don't don't do the fats. You know, if you if you get nauseous, it's like okay, slow down with it mm -hmm. and don't eat it. And maybe you know, in a month or two months, you can add a little, but be careful with oils in. in and with uh, you know what is in dressing. So if you don't make your own dressing, and you have store bought, yeah. oh my God, you, you can barely read the the twenty <laughs> different uh, ingredients. I can make an amazing uh, dressing with three ingredients. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> wow, um, awesome. So one last question before um, I have to go. Do you recommend me to do a gallbladder flush cleanse? Because maybe that is why I'm sensitive to fats. I don't have enough bile, maybe. Um, well, a gallbladder or a liver flush is, is quite intense. And it involves a lot of oil. Uh, and and um, I don't like it if you don't have any indication that it is needed. 
and give your body the time to to heal with what you're doing and going slow is always the best yes. way because you make this into a different lifestyle you know and and it's like you never you're not, not going back to the pasta pastas and pizzas and etc because you know you, your body won't like that at all and then you 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 introduce the foods that that make you sick you know if you introduce them back you go the same route again and i know you're not going to do that no. but <laughs> so yeah but you're doing great amazing thank very you. proud of you <laughs> thank you yes i will um thank you for answering my questions um and i'll probably stick around for a little bit and if anybody else has questions i i i'll listen to them all right. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for being here. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I was going to say that's amazing. Sarah, do you have any... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to ask ask you, do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say it's just amazing. She's so young and she's already on this path. Um, I mean, just think back if we could have started that yet. <laughs> uh, I've always been kind of on the uh, vegetarian, vegan, you know, path even at a younger age too, but just to know the gnosis that we know now versus back then, it just only if we could go back. <laughs> but I'm very sensitive to oil yeah. too, and I'm very sensitive to fats. Um, I I will if I have too much, it it just it burns my stomach almost, and it really makes me sick. Um, and I I, I can barely do avocados even, so. Maybe we'll have to dig into that one day for me. <laughs> yeah, the crazy thing is I could eat anything and everything, including fats and oils and cheeses, and it did not make a difference. I didn't even have a gallbladder. And since I was 19, you know, I was a young mom and it all started right after I had given birth. It was 19 and a half, I think. And within six weeks after that, it was like, oh my gosh. And then I walked around with it for about a year and I got to a point I couldn't even drink water anymore or I got an attack and it was so inflamed. So they, they took it out, including, I think that was 52 or 56 little stones. Now we know the ways to get them out. And that was actually known way back then too um i'm talking about 70s and there was a homeopath in in my town town and what he did was have somebody have people drink half a liter of oil get them out and that's yeah. that scared me yeah but yeah and but i i had an an, an emergency uh, surgery so there was no maybe otherwise I would have done it, but th that pain, that gallbladder pain, that is oh my gosh, I think it was even worse than giving birth. Oh <laughs> it was really really bad. I, so yeah, it's um I and I always thought you know oh my gosh I have a stomach like steel I can eat anything and everything. Well, that's not the case anymore. It's now it's like, um, even with, with what I mentioned, you know, simple cooked food and it's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Mm. It, it doesn't feel good anymore. And the crazy thing is I actually only feel good um, fruit. Mm -hmm. So is, um, with that, there is another question often coming up. It's like, um, I posted something in, uh, in a fans group 
about uh, somebody who has been living on all fruit. So the first question that came in our group, uh, where is he living and how long has he been doing that? Now, it was an older video, so it seemed like it was only four years, but he has been doing that 10 years. And of all places, he lives in Canada. Is it Free Melon? So, huh? Is it the Free Melon Society? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, Eli, Eli Martyr. And uh, he has amazing videos. I mean, absolutely look him up on, uh, on YouTube. He has, <laughs> he has all the information he needs. Even I learned from him. He has been, he's also a practitioner. He has been doing this uh, for much longer actually than I have. And um, he had his slow, uh, slow tra transition. So, <laughs> God, I have to laugh about JP. I developed my stomach into a human, human garbage can. Yeah, we all did that. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and I think we all had our bouts of, uh, of health, health foods, you know, changing things. Yeah, I was 16, 17 years old. I was on macrobiotic. I even uh, worked once a week in a macrobiotic restaurant. I love to cook. And my gosh, I was gaining weight like crazy. And this was in my early 20s. And, and it was like, you know, what am I doing wrong? And I'm, you know, I'm not, no candy, no sugar, no sodas, no, no alcohol and, 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 and no meat. And, but yes, I was eating bread. I was eating rice. I was eating uh, beans. Now we know it's all those proteins and all these, all those fats and yeah, we used oils. So um, that was for me the case. And I had already, you know, getting into my fifties, I gave up like, no, I'm not going to do anything to lose weight anymore. I always that yo-yoing and I'm not going to do it. And uh, it's fine. I am, I am whatever I am. And um, those, I need to lose 40, 50 pounds and uh, whatever it is, it is. And uh, not even thinking about it and getting on uh, on all raw and mostly fruit. It was like, oh my gosh, I need new pants. <laughs> Before I knew it, you know, I had dropped like three, four sizes and not even thinking about it. And that is, um, there was a question about um, uh, weight loss but not much for about people who have too much weight, but people who have a little weight or little weight who are underweight actually. And that is where cleaning the gut comes in and, and you know, what are you eating and, and how far can you go with your weight loss? You know, if you're, you detox for an, a certain amount of time and then you go into, um, it's like, you know, you transition into a, de a detox and then you, I don't want to say transition out of that, but it's more like your lifestyle um, diet does not necessarily have to be 100% fruit if you're losing too much weight and you feel tired, but then you have to look at all the underlying issues like how is your GI tract doing, how is this your pancreas doing, you know. And that is where, you know, when you get to that point, I would like to talk with you, you know, so we can go over things. You fill out the health questionnaire and, and we just, you know, dig in a little deeper and see what the cause is. But what I say is like, you know, is the question often is, is, is all fruit sustainable? 
and can you do that? And what is the quality of fruit? You know, I started growing a little bit of my own fruit, but other than that, I deal with um, uh, whatever I can buy from farmers nearby, farmers markets, um, talk to people, um, and yeah, grocery stores. And I sometimes I get my oranges and bananas at Walmart, and other times it's like wherever I can get them. And but I feel great on that food, on that fruit. So I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. I think it's different uh, for everyone. If you if you eat all fruit and you don't feel good on it, then we have to figure out something else. Mm-hmm. I know um, some people like when they're transitioning that it is um, like, especially if they're coming off of meat, that they feel very sick during that transition process. And then they only feel good once they have meat again. And I just tell them it's, you know, all those little, um, Oh, I can't think of the word, the little things in your body that make you think you want it. <laughs> um, and so they are, they're craving the meat and everything because they've kind of taken over. And it is that transition period too, um, that once those all kind of die off and then the ones that want the fruit and the natural stuff, you know, take over, there will be that transition period there too. Yeah, it's it's what we what we eat. Would I always eat fruit? No, I, I have my times that I go back to to eating a little bit more, eating some cooked food, but every time I do, I I don't feel good. Mm-mm. So you know, and and on top of that, I gain weight. Yeah, and uh, so there is that that just tells me that you know it's it's not in balance yet. And it is um, for the question is how long the question often is how long do you detox and and if you do a slow detox it doesn't feel like a detox, but if you do all the I, I just heard somebody is I'm going to start on tomorrow I'm going to start a 30 day water fast and then I'm like, but what did you do to get to that point there is a there are steps to get there. Don't don't jump in there like okay you know I'm, I'm for whatever reason I'm now gonna do a water fast that's scary to me it really is mm-hmm. it's like no you you want to it's just a shock for your body yes uh, yes JP parasites of course <laughs> we we no there was an um, uh, an interesting comment I saw somebody making about um the bacteria the parasites and the bacteria we have in our bodies and you can wonder about you know do we need them i think we do there is there is a function for everything can should we clean out our body completely of of all the parasites no i don't i don't think so i think when we I would do like an, a one month, um, you know, protocol, herbal protocol, and uh, and to to get rid of too many um, uh, parasites because with all the junk food that we've been eating and in junk food, yeah, sorry, I do put meat uh, and, and, and dairies and eggs. We do get parasites in that we're not really supposed to be there. And seafood, so, that has so many month, parasites. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I said seafood, when people come off of, from eating seafood, that has so many parasites in it. Okay, yeah, but, but you know, they, they say that about pork too. Yeah. And I, I never, I was never a big meat eater because I just didn't like it. But I did like spare ribs. <laughs> and that's, <clears throat> and that's pork. Yeah. But, you know, and maybe I ate it once or twice a year, but still. But, you know, if you have too many parasites in it, of course, that, that's never a good thing. But, um, you know, if you are a year on, on a very alkaline uh, diet, they cannot live in, in your body then. That's very true. Um, there's a person. Hey, Grant, you say something. If you come from a regular diet, you should transition to the Eden diet. Now, what is the Eden diet? I don't know what the, the only thing diet that is. comes to mind for me on the Eden diet is the Eden gardening. And so that would be a lot of the uh, vegetables that you would be growing. And that's when they grow them without digging into the earth, they just lay like cardboard down and then they'll lay dirt on top of that. That's what I've seen from Eden. Um, but as we know, we can eat the vegetables. They're just a little bit more um, harder for us to digest and they don't really provide anything for us such as the fruit is what really provides everything we need I should say the veggies are not yeah cool. it's um yeah I'm and with with the veggies I mean there is such a crazy variety and it's like even if we go into a restaurant and we go into a salad bar you know we can put 10 20 different things on our plate and eat it all and um and I in the last few years i'm looking at it and it's like i don't think this is the way we're supposed to eat mm -mm. No. <laughs> it's too complicated you know and there is i think there is going to be a digestion um, uh, issue then and so many people have issues with their digestion and it's just from you know all the junk there mm -hmm. but yeah i do feel we we should transition to mostly fruit with some, um, you know, like like that butter lettuce, some some soft young leafy greens, they are easier to digest, and uh, and some dulls and uh, and I'm not even sure about you know seeds in in the way that that nuts are harvested. I heard somebody say uh, how how extremely healthy uh, cashews are, and that it could heal diseases, and I'm like. I'm not so sure about that. You may want to look up um, how are cashews harvested. That is, you don't want to eat, you, you really, you do not want to eat uh, cashews after that. Mm -mm. So. And they're, they're very fatty and our system is not set up for the fat uh, to handle that much fat also. JV saying. Uh, no, it's not. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's, it's, I was, no, go ahead. You, 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 you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JV was just saying that he believes the Eden diet is vegan, um, which, yeah, I mean, that would be, I think it's more based around vegetables though. Um, and I mean, vegetables are fine, you know, lightly steamed vegetables, but again, you know, you might have some gastric 
issues from eating vegetables just because they are just much harder for us to digest. And especially if you're eating like mixed vegetables, your body's trying to decide what to digest first and what not to. Yep. And there was yeah. a question up earlier, which I don't uh, see. It, it is. I'm so sorry. I don't know if we keep talking over each other today. <laughs> it's a lag, the lagging in, in, uh, in, in, in the connection. That's okay. Yeah. The storm, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I I do want to go to to the the vegan part. Um, what is being a vegan? I mean, there there was a big discussion in one of the groups. You know, we are not vegans. First of all, we fruitarians, and um, uh, a vegan diet. Yeah, it does mean that you don't eat uh, meat, dairy, and, and eggs. But um, you can eat all kinds of junk food, and we do not want to do that. I mean, it, it's if you want to, you know, give it a name because you don't eat uh, animals or animal-derived foods anymore, then uh, okay. But yeah, and, you know, and I, I think I am first an, an ethical uh, vegan in the sense of um, I don't want to harm uh, animals. And then there is this big uh, health aspect, but I believe if you become a, a vegan, so you don't eat the animal derived foods because of your health and not because of, um, of ethical reasons that you don't want to harm the animals, then that is where I often see people going back to eating meat again. As an ethical vegan, um, you never go back to eating meat again or dairy or eggs too yeah you just can't yeah, we well are we we are a species we are a frugivore just like uh, you know you have can carnivores and omnivores and um, but if you want to give it a name then we are fruitarians before we are vegans because a vegan is not not a fruitarian i mean if you live the fruitarian lifestyle um that's different than being a vegan. I mean, if I go into the, the health food store and I see all this packaged uh, vegan uh, junk food, I don't even want to be associated with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think vegan was actually created by companies anyway, just to make it look like we're, or almost like they're driving us into that, but to keep us still making purchases because I don't know if anyone hasn't been into a Whole Foods lately, but there is nothing that you can't buy in that store that's not vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, this, that, and everything else. And it's just a huge, you know, ploy on the corporations that make you keep buying stuff and thinking you need to buy all this stuff. And they're just the ones that are making all kinds of money off of it and whatnot when we should just be eating the fruits that we can get either locally farmers markets or grocery stores walmart wherever um, and if you're just kind of focusing on that i mean there's so much that goes into packaging and uh, the chemicals the packaging the testing everything so in the advertising you just really need to just focus on the fruit really because they're really playing with our minds anyway just to get us to buy all this stuff in the first place so I think vegan is technically just made up by corporations. 
It, it is. And, and of course, there has been, you know, even when I was in my in my teens and my 20s, there was talk about, uh, you know, not being vegan and not uh, and vegetarian. Vegetarian was more well known than vegan because people still ate the cheeses and, uh, and eggs, but no meat or fish. And, um, but, you know, they just see a market and, and people fall for it. it. It's like, I, even when I go, I go to a really large um, uh, whole food store because they do have pretty good uh, fruit in, in Tampa. And, um, uh, but I only see a tiny, tiny, tiny part of, um, of the store. And that is where, uh, the fruits and, and uh, the cilantro and the parsley is and, and that's um, that's all I buy and I load uh, load the cart full and, and that's it you know I don't even see the rest of the store oh and I do get coconut water there because mm -hmm. I do uh, that's the only thing that I buy uh, packaged is um, is coconut water I really try it with the fresh coconuts it drives me up the wall I cannot do it <laughs> it's very hard getting those things too. open yeah, it's impossible sometimes. Yeah. Um, and also you, yeah. every time you go to the grocery uh, store, you're voting. So you're voting for what they should purchase to keep in those grocery stores. So if we are only purchasing fruits and vegetables, then they're just going to only eventually have fruits and vegetables. So just keep in mind, you're voting every time you go to the checkout of what that store should be carrying. Yeah, well, that, of course, that's always the way it is. I uh, I usually empty the shelves from uh, from uh, what is it? The oranges. <laughs> People and I get asked every time we check out too, uh, or like if I'm buying carrots for horses, they're like, "Are you juicing?" I'm like, "I have a horse," and so it's 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 crazy how shocking it is that if you buy you know two four bags of oranges, whatever the cashier's like oh wow like well, that's a lot of sugar and you're just like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> they, sure. they stop asking me that because i probably have about oh at least 10 15 bags of oranges and uh i mean it has to get us through uh, through the whole week i'm only shopping once once a week mm -hmm. But um, yeah, we, we buy like, oh, 20, 30 pounds of apples in a week, mm -hmm. um, lots of bananas, but that is mostly it. It's bananas, apples, and, uh, and oranges. And, uh, you know, if they have good um, uh, mangoes, then it could be mangoes. I haven't had a good one, so I don't eat them. Not right now and not until I can go to a farm nearby uh, again try um, uh, yeah that's uh that's it. i was gonna say try looking like even just everybody listening try finding a place in your area that provides the fruits and vegetables and whatnot to grocery stores or restaurants that's what we did in our area so we only buy if we are buying from a grocery store we try to buy very little because it, it's one it's more expensive for what the quantity we're looking for so we actually went and we do drive it's almost 20 25 minutes away from us and we'll go down it's a big warehouse you walk in you load up your uh big giant cart it's like a hand dolly or something and you load up all your boxes on there and we walk out with 
I don't know, six 88 count boxes of oranges for our whole family. And again, they'll ask us too, are you guys packing lunches for schools? Or what are you guys doing with all these oranges? And they, they cannot believe that we drink it each week. <laughs> but it's a good place to go because then you're getting it, I don't wanna say fresh, but at least they're getting it and then it's going to the store or something. So you're cutting out one, you know, place, but. I see uh, Angelica, I, I hope I uh, pronounced that correctly, um, eats a lot of uh, the pineapple from Walmart. I actually thought I found a really ripe uh, pineapple. It was on a farmer's market. It smelled delicious. It tasted delicious. And after a few bites, my mouth started burning really, really bad. So it was still was not a ripe, um, a ripe pineapple. If you're doing good on it, great, but be aware that the pineapples are not picked ripe uh, at Walmart. Um, well, they're not picked at Walmart, but Walmart does not pick, sell ripe picked <laughs> pineapples. I have another thing that uh, I noticed, what we, what we do, we have our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now this is this is normally not how we you know how we even eat, but we still have that so in our mind you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and dinner is often the heaviest meal of the day, and that means that you have all that heavier food that needs to digest while you're sleeping. Not a good idea. If you can make your heavier meal in the afternoon and not in the evening. And it's even okay to eat a banana before you go to bed. Yeah, a lot of us eat our heavy meal as dinner, but is it because you're coming home stressed from the day? Or was your day too busy that you just didn't have time to really eat throughout the day? I know that every time I would, um, whenever I had to go into the office, it's been years since I've had to do anything like that, but I would just come home from being stressed, from being in that environment all day long. And all I wanted to do was pretty much just veg out in front of the TV and basically pass out from the day. So that's another thing that we could just be so used to that kind of habit of making the dinner the biggest part of the day, because it is the time we can finally come home and we feel like we can breathe and relax. And so many of us have associated food with that feeling of relaxing and just, um, you know, settling in. So definitely lunch, you know, should for sure be that way when you're ready to lay down to go into your nightly fast, then you're not so um, into much digestion. But, you know, fruit, it's not that hard on your body to digest anyway. Yeah, because I can see that is where sleep problems can come from too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you don't, you should not, well, first of all, you should not eat right before you go to bed. And I make that a few hours, but I've tried it out now. Um, because my mind is always going a mile a minute. I'm doing so many different things. Yeah. And um, I do go from the computer to, to bed, which is never a good thing. But I did find that just before I go to bed, I grab a banana. I'm awake for maybe half an hour before or 15 minutes, half an hour before I go to sleep. And then I fall asleep really fast. 
which is a good thing. And, and when I first heard about that, I was like, well, it's kind of unusual because you want to have your, your stomach actually empty before uh, you go to sleep. But that banana worked. That's really good to know. I, I used to enjoy having like a, a blueberry banana smoothie before going to bed. Um, as what Shelly was saying, I did used to get these where I was just so hungry that I couldn't understand it. I didn't know if it was hormonal or just things hadn't balanced out yet, but I would be extremely hungry. And it was also that I was used to having that full feeling. Whereas when you're on all fruit, you don't get that like bloaty full feeling anymore. You just kind of get that more satisfied. But I mean, to this day, I can sit down and eat a giant bag of grapes, like with no problem or I can eat a whole bag of cherries. And each time I eat a whole bag of cherries, I'm like, wow, that was like $16. <laughs> and then I'm like, I need to slow down on that habit. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so I do. And so I would like put that in there so I could go to sleep. And that would, it would settle my stomach down enough to where I could sleep and fall asleep well. Yeah, it is relaxing. We don't do that enough. It is um, the you know, and I you people used to do that. They had a big meal and then they took a walk. I knew of families. They they all ate together and after they were done, they they all took a big a, a long walk, and it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But we don't do that anymore. No, <laughs> we we don't. well, I don't have a TV so. But I, I do have a computer, so it's no excuse. I was going to say, you know, we, we sit in front of the TV, and but now I sit in front of the computer, so actually it's the same difference. <laughs> yeah, we're just downloading all of our, all, we're just constant researching and stuff like that too, where even that, I mean, even if it is like a bonus and a benefit for, you know, gaining more knowledge, you still do need to take that time to, you know, relax and um, just have downtime, especially, you know, away from the screens and whatnot. I'm seeing a few questions about more nuts and pecans and whatnot. But as Tony said earlier, yes, if you're not detoxing, but it's a few. And how many of us can really sit down and just have two pistachios or two cashews or something like that? Um, in my opinion, it's got a lot of fat in them usually. And I don't believe that we're made to have, you know, high fatty diets in the first place. Hence why we have non-alcoholic liver problems now. <laughs> yeah, I see a question or actually comment from CARE. K-A-R-E. Can't imagine that much fruit and sugar. What, what sugar are you talking about? Um, what has a lot of sugar? Are you talking about the fruit? Because you cannot compare fruit sugars to regular sugar. It's, um, we need the fruit sugars. Our brain needs the fruit sugars. Mm -hmm. What our brain functions off of. <laughs> I'm sorry? Our, our brain needs that to function. Absolutely. And, um, but we don't, we, you know, we don't need the, the, uh, the sugars that you get from, uh, from the pastas, you know, and the, and the bread in our bodies, that's not doing it any good. 
I found, and that this is, and I've spoken about this before, um, in 20 years ago, I was diagnosed with diabetes. And um, I don't take medications. I never, well, almost never did. Um, um, but I, I could not really get it under control well enough um, when I was um, still eating some cooked food and uh, and some fats in it from avocado so yeah it was the healthy you would say the healthy uh, way of living it was you know mostly mucus uh, less foods but and my sugar was still too high and until I left out all the fats and the cooked food and sugar you know balanced it normalized way under 100 and um, not, not being, having that jittery feeling in your body. So you know that the fruit is doing good and everybody is like, oh yeah, but the fruit is feeding, uh, it's feeding cancer, it's feeding uh, candida. And I'm like, okay, from your, throughout your whole life, you didn't eat fruit, you do have cancer, but now the fruit is to blame. You know, that is what came out in, in the, the mainstream uh, media in a lot of the magazines and well, pretty much everywhere and from your doctors. And it's the same with candida. You already had candida. You were not eating fruit and now the fruit is to blame. It doesn't work that way. So that is not really uh, the case. Um, can you eat fruit all day? Well, it, it is, it is an, um, it is for, well, let's say it this way. When I first heard about it, maybe now five, six years ago. I, and some, some video popped up uh, when I was looking at things from a young couple, they were traveling the world and they were making videos where they were going, where certain fruits were in season and they wanted to try all the fruits that were available in whatever country. And I was like, this is crazy living on all fruits. They look great. How do they do that? That can't be possible. And lo and behold, you know, two years later, I'm I'm introduced to uh, with with Dr. Morris and uh, and uh, and then uh, with uh, with Charlie, and uh, learn about uh, fruitarian. I never heard of it. I had never heard even the word frugivores. That was all completely new to me. And um, so yeah, yeah, I see what you mean, uh, uh, Jen. Um, Jennifer, it is, um, uh, it was, it was an, an, an concept like, no, you cannot live on all fruit, but when you transition slow into it, and for me, slow, that meant, um, yeah, going all raw. I left, I do have to say, I do, I did leave the, um, the, uh, or eliminated the meat, dairy, and eggs, fish right away. That was, you know, next day, out. And um, but you know cooked food and, and some millet pastas and, and and you know coconut curries and you know things like that I was still eating until I was fully raw and that is where the magic really started to happen and uh, but I had to I was I've been you know off the the meats the animal products for for more than five years now but um, there was not really that much of a magic until I actually also left all the nuts out. That was when my healing started. 
So that's why we know that, you know, nuts are, you know, you need to build up to regenerate, to put on some weight. Yeah, you can add a few and, but then, you know, soak them. So we eat, I eat everything raw. I eat, uh, oh, there's the, some veggies, not, not a whole lot. Uh, of course, the fruits are always raw. I like the juices, I like smoothies. Um, I keep my smoothies with um, one or two fruits and uh, some coconut water and, uh, and more fruits. And I may, you know, viralized uh, zucchini with some, uh, I call it salsa. It's a sauce that I make from uh, tomatoes, um, uh, cilantro, parsley, and, um, and lemon and some of the, the Italian herbs. And I put it in... Um, in the blender. Um, no, actually, I, I put that because I like the, the I don't like it completely um, watery, you know, so I put it in the food processor. And, you know, there you have a nice raw meal. There, there's so many, you, have, you can be so creative with it. I, I use, I haven't used it in the last year. I do have an, um, an uh, dehydrator, lots of fun uh, uh, fun things you can create with a dehydrator, but when you're all fruit, you don't even think about that. You don't think about recipes as what am I going to eat tonight? It's just you grab another piece of fruit that is that is that needs to be eaten. <laughs> I was going to say it's yeah. the ultimate lazy person's um, way of li lifestyle because all you have to do is just get up and grab a piece of fruit. <laughs> There's minimal cleanup, minimal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like my recipe for today. And then you see a plate with an, uh, an orange and a plate with a peeled orange, <laughs> my recipe for today. Uh, Grant, no, we, we, we don't talk about high fructose corn syrup because yes, it is in everything, but that's not what we eat. I mean, it, it, what we eat is where you don't have to read a label. And, um, and, and even you go to the health food stores and you think you get to, uh, to the healthier food, even if you read the packages there, you know, the labels, it has high fructose corn syrup. It. It's the worst of, of, of what you can get. So I, I don't buy packaged uh, food. So I, I don't need to read uh, the labels. Is that an ingredient? There should be one ingredient only, but even then it is processed and we want to we want to get that out of our diet anything that is processed if you want to eat beans then you know don't buy them ready made in a can but you know have them dry soak them and and, and you know prepare them so yeah carbs high fructose corn syrup i had never heard of it until i came to the united states for the first time in 81 mm -hmm. then in the netherlands you didn't have that of course now you do but um, um, they, well, they had other junk, so don't get me wrong. It wasn't just the U.S. Then. And even now, when I go to and at a grocery store, I go through an aisle where they have um, bread. You have this weird smell, and in, in the, the the high fructose corn syrup is in all that bread, and you can smell it, and it makes me ugh. <laughs> Isn't that weird how sensitive <laughs> we, that was going to be my next question. I know you touched on that before about how you can taste the pesticides, but what about smells? Because I can smell things I feel like miles away. I can walk outside and be like, 
somebody was here with cologne on and like they've been gone for like a little bit so like my sense of smell is very strong so has anything changed with that i think we get more sensitive that and and i think that's amazing i mean because it, it's good to have a good smell so it's wonderful because if you can smell what's bad for us you can also <laughs> smell you know the things that are good for us yes and now as a surprise we have justin in here Yay, so welcome justin. justin hey guys hey yeah hey i just saw your message uh aaron and i are heading north to uh michigan to head towards the trump rally Hey, everybody. Oh, you're getting into the bad weather, huh? Yeah, right. We're heading north into the cold. Yeah. We're crazy. <laughs> hi, Justin. Hi, well, yeah, we just wanted to pop in and you. Yeah. Yeah, so, so good to hear, hear from y'all, too. And, uh, you know, just appreciate y'all doing this show every week. I know it's so helpful for people as we all just look at our health and really examine what better ways we can take care of ourselves and what better ways we can feel better, you know, just to feel that liveliness and that energy. So thank you all for sharing that. Well, thank you, Justin. I mean, you, you are the one that experienced uh, it all to go from a uh, standard diet into the, uh, the mostly fruit and, uh, and then add chips and salts to your diet. So you know what it does. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it, it is, it is certainly something, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it let me know that it, how vital it is to really kind of strategize when going about it, you know, not to, not to be too hasty in any particular direction, unless, unless you have a life-threatening illness, and then you do need to go at it pretty hard. But if you're not, if you, if you're not in any major pain or discomfort, um, it really is helpful to go at things in a sort of, uh, you know, calculated manner, you know, try and, try and, uh, just go go at it slowly. Really be honest with where we are, and just take that step by step approach until you're, um, you know, you're every step closer to that optimum way of being, which is this light food. You know, light. Um, that the lighter we go, go with our food, the less dense we become, and therefore we we become less dense and and rise ultimately. And that's the goal: is to just lighten our load, uh, lighten the load in all senses, and. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's an honor to be a part of that journey and to share that along with others and to share the pitfalls and and you know the the stumbles and uh, you know with the salty snacks and like you mentioned um, you know it still is something that I'm 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 working with but it's uh, it's rewarding because it's built right into it so I get to really see okay this is what it feels like when I'm like this and this is what it feels like when I eat this <laughs> and just get to take ownership of that whole experience. Yeah, it is an uh, it is an uh, interesting and 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 we have to make it a fun journey, you know. It it shouldn't be a drag. It should be a pleasure to to experience everything, everything that can happen in your body, and how you can make the change, how you can be in control of what is happening. I think that is amazing. A beautiful journey. Now, is is Aaron there too, Justin? Yeah, I'm sitting right here just in the driver's seat. Oh, okay. Because, you know, Aaron, I have never heard about your journey into this uh, different um, way of, uh, of eating, actually. Um, yeah, my journey, I fortunately had um, a garden my whole life 
here and there, my parents were um, pretty decent at the food. We cooked, you know, my mom cooked dinners and uh, my dad hunted and stuff when I was younger. Um, so uh, we didn't eat out a lot and, you know, having a garden kind of always knew that, you know, tomatoes come from a, a plant that grows outside and not always from the store. And um, so I had a decent uh, food background at, at growing up. But about two years ago, um, I pretty much jumped off the cliff and um, went uh, vegan. I did cook vegan for a while, for about eight months. And then uh, in December, um, where I met Justin, we did the 21-day, uh, uh, I guess, juice feast or juice cleanse with uh, Josh X. And then I continued to do uh, water fasting and juice feasting, um, for about a, a solid year. I would say I was on for about eight months, strictly just orange juice. Um, and then ever since just kept it, uh, a raw vegan diet as much as I can and getting out here in Babylon for a little bit, the salty snacks are, you know, tempting and I indulge in those a little bit and they, you know, I pay for them as well. Um, but it, it's a blessing to have the experience um to know what it does to my body to have to gain that sensitivity back that I didn't before where I know what the food is doing to me and I know what it is so I can make that conscious effort or conscious choice um whether to consume it or not you know so then I I'm it's all on me and I'm not doing it under um any other um not knowing what I'm doing and stuff so um and then yeah so it's been about I would say two years since I haven't had any animal product um and trying my best ever since we've been here in Dallas in Dallas traveling and going to the Trump rally so yeah it's not the easiest uh, when you are traveling but uh, well in a way it actually is because you can buy pretty fruit pretty much anywhere and it doesn't need any preparation so yeah yeah it's very doable yeah we've been doing I mean we do it I mean we make a point of it you know and it, it's it's a great example for everybody to see that it is possible. Um, and everywhere you go, we've, I, we've made it work. You know, we've, we've been juicing, you know, pretty much every day on finding oranges and fresh fruit everywhere we go. Um, and if we, you know, if we have to, we'll get it from Costco or whatever it needs to be, but we, we hunt it out when, when we can and um, we make a point of it. And, um, yeah. So it's just, a, it's easier. Like you said, you could just, uh, grab a cantaloupe and cut it in half and you know there's no preparation just you know eat it and throw the stuff rest of it back to earthly mother and just continue that cycle yeah that is we, we found that first out with uh, with my husband willem when he you know truck driving on the road 16 hours a day it's like not wanting to eat at restaurants or you know the truck stops so when he leaves for five days, I think he takes about 50, 60 pounds of fruit with him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good to have a good stock. And oranges are just so great because, you know, they're so durable. So we can get we can get a whole case of oranges like that's that's ideal is to buy at least one case at a time, but sometimes multiple because they they last and, and we do so much that, um, you know, we go through them. Um, but it's just an easy way to always keep a consistent level of that cleansing fruit and oranges are so astringent anyway. 
Um, so even if <laughs> I'm dipping into the 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 the, the cook the cooked foods or the, the salty snacks, um, I'm I've got that orange juice cleanse every day, which is just kind of helping to reestablish that um, that alkalinity um, as best as best I can. And of course, it's only going to do so much, so I can't I can't rely on it. But that's why I always encourage people. You know, if you can really replace breakfast with just fresh fruit. And especially, if, you know, I, I really like Just Juice because it's such a gentle way to kick, kick things off. Um, you know, it, it's going to help out tremendously. So just take, taking those steps of saying, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to eat these dense, you know, standard everything, diet, breakfast, or, or even close to that. I'm going to eat fresh fruit. Um, such a better way to start the day. Yeah, that is, and smoothies, you know, fresh fruit, smoothies, or juice. Yeah, smoothies are great. You buy frozen, frozen. I mean, frozen fruit's not the greatest. Yeah, of course, it's not going to be as good as fresh fruit. But if you're choosing between that and like, you know, a Big Mac or or waffles or, or whatever, you know, any anything, anything else in the morning, um, a smoothie is going to be great. You know, frozen fruit is going to be great um, compared to all that. So it's it's all a spectrum as far as what's ideal. And ideal is obviously plucking it from the tree. You know, where it just falls. Like Tony describes, it falls perfectly in your hand right before when it's just absolutely made for us. You know, God's gift to us saying, here, take this, eat. Don't, you don't have to be hungry. You, you're, you're fed. Um, and we get to take that and, and, and use that and, and take that harnessed light energy, you know, the sun energy and, and uh, the, the air and the earthly mother below, you know, all that combining into that wonderful piece that you can reach out and grab and, and taste and, and feel and that's our reminder, you know, of kind of where we're returning to. And so when we become more attuned to these kinds of foods, we, we become more attuned to the earth all around. And um, we, we can't ground with her so that we could uh, bring her up to the father, you know, complete that matrimony, the, the marriage between and the food journey is just such a powerful step within that. So bravo to everyone listening to this, uh, this, this episode and tuning into shows like this because you're taking a powerful step um, towards that direction yeah yeah thank you for having the courage just you know start tackling this it is going to be one of the hardest um things to tackle there's a lot of attachments that come around food and a lot of yeah just a lot of attachments that people have with it so thank you very much for um taking that step absolutely yeah the step to a new life to feel better to feel happier it, it's not just, you know, your health, it's your mind, it, it's everything around you. I, I mentioned on, uh, on Freaks and World about um, I was on 100% food again, and all of a sudden I had this urge to clean, to, to get the messes away, to, yeah, clean up. And it's like you get cleaner inside, and then everything around you has to be clean too. It's, it's like, it's amazing how that works. Declutter, declutter your mind. Absolutely, and having a having a constructive way of channeling that energy is also, uh, you know, necessary. And that's something that that people get shocked by when you switch to an all fruit all fruit diet is how much energy you have um, because it's just such a pure form of it. it doesn't have to go. Ready to put it through to get it to some form of energy to use. It's just like quick immediate you notice it and um but if you're not ready for it you know you, you're you you might get uncomfortable with the amount of energy so it's always good to 
channel that into something, you know, point it in some constructive or creative direction, you know, somewhere where you want to. Um, and de de decluttering, cleaning up is a great way to make that space for that creative energy to flow. You know, when we're clearly firing on all synapses, you know, when God is able to reach us, that's when we can operate on our best. And so if our body's cluttered, we can't do anything. And if our house is cluttered, we can't do anything. It's all, it's all part of the same. Yeah. And it's beautiful how everything works together. I mean, this is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> it is. It's, um, oh, this, this storm is picking up here. <laughs> I was going to ask, uh, Justin, okay, are guys, you Thank uh, you juicing so much for it. Yeah. I was just asking, Justin and Aaron, are you juicing on the road or able to? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, we've got this this little citrus juicer, one of those automatic ones where you just place pressure on it and it juices. Um, and we use that every day. You know, we've, we've get, we get oranges all the time. Um, that's like a, a necessary thing, you know, we gotta make sure we got enough dog food and we gotta make sure we have enough oranges um, and then, you know, anything else otherwise, but that's the, that's the essentials. Okay, well, I might send you a message then. Have you made it to Ohio yet? Uh, uh, we we are driving through Ohio and almost to Michigan. Oh, okay. Never mind. You already passed me. <laughs> we all send you a message for next time you come through. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, on the way back. Yes. Okay. Great. Well, thank you all, right, all so cool. much for what you do. You're getting lots of yeah, love in the comments, so make sure to check those out. And everybody's so supportive and just always eager to hear from the both of you. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody. Um, appreciate it so much. Yeah, it means a lot. It really does. I really do it without you guys. Um, well, I could, but well, it makes it a lot nicer to have everyone along with me. Yes, I would do it without you. Yeah, I'll do it without <laughs> you. So if y'all leave me, I'm still going to be doing this, okay? <laughs> Never mind. Yes. <laughs> but I love y'all so much. I appreciate the support and just having others on this journey you know just recognizing what we have to do and what we need to step uh step forth and so ah it just fills me with such joy i love y'all so much thank you sarah thank you uh tony y'all are amazing um incredible beings and you are just lights of this world so thank you thank you for what you're doing well thank you justin and, and aaron for uh for checking in here it was a really nice surprise and yeah. um I hope you have a great time where you're going and uh and maybe you know when time permits we see you next week yeah maybe so just just yeah, send me the invite and if, yep. if we're free like this we'll, absolutely we'll do i will definitely do that yes oh right now it is 1 11. oh awesome oh, well, thank perfect, you perfection <laughs> thank you guys safe travels okay, have fun well, was... love y'all Love you, guys. Love you guys. It was a great time again with uh, with Sarah and uh, and Justin and uh, Shelly and Aaron, and um, I enjoyed it as usual. And everybody else who was here. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was such a blessing. We always you and your we always have we always have a lot of fun here. So. <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing. I am so glad that we were able to make that work. So. Thank you for uh, coming and seeing us. Yeah.
Yeah. Thank, thanks, everybody. This is uh, this is the end of today's show. Until yeah. next week. Um, yeah, Jacob. Seven <laughs> Eleven there. <laughs> Jacob is in the Netherlands. So, okay. Well, this uh, this comes to the end of our uh, today's uh, show chat. And um, I love everybody. It's amazing you you keep showing up, and we all learn. I learn from you guys, and um, I'm always. <laughs> it always makes my day. It makes my week. So I always have good weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks. I love you, and uh, and again, Sarah. Thank you so much for your help. Absolutely. And uh, till the next time. Till next week. Bye. Everyone. Bye. 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 We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Q&A with Tony Wheel. Please see the show notes for ways to reach out to Tony and how you can submit your questions for the show.